from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you on Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. It's our college football weekend edition. And as is always the case, we've got great information coming up in a little bit. Mark Lawrence is going to give us a breakdown of the Sun Belt. We've gotten through every college football conference, and you can go and check up the Vegas Sportsbook Radio archives on the podcast platforms on the Sport Grid, Sports Grid Radio platforms. That information is there for you. It's information you can use all year long. And, of course, Kenny White is joining us from the PowerRatings.com, KennyWhiteSports.com, and we're going to take the deep dive into football that really matters, games that count. College football is here. As we bring Kenny in, he was with us yesterday over at the Superbook. It's Super Contest Weekend. Jake Cornegay rolled out the red carpet, and it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Got the golf tournament and the whole nine yards. But doing the shows, in particular, giving away a bunch of football magazines, which was great, and we'll give you a deal for Kenny's magazines coming up in a little bit, too. Gave away a bunch of them yesterday. But the true treat is we welcome Kenny in. But we got to see familiar faces that aged a little bit. We hadn't seen so many of those guys in two years. It was great to see everybody again. They're going to hunker down, and they'll be gone, and we'll see them again next year. But you think of that pandemic, and last year there was no Super Contest. It was great to see everybody again. Yeah, it was. That was a good time yesterday at the Westgate, Brian. I uh, love seeing a lot of people that uh, we've been talking to for years that have come down. I always stop by and say hello, listen to the radio show, and met a lot of new folks, uh, a lot of new friends now uh, in the sports betting world. It was very busy. It was fun to see for Jay Cornegay and the Westgate. And by the way, the contest, what they've turned into, and our buddy Tony uh, Miller, uh, the Golden Nugget, they've got the Ultimate, college, uh, ultimate Football Challenge contest, and that's college football and NFL picks, kind of a combo card. So there's that out there as well. This is the college show. But I would just ask you from an industry perspective, you kind of cut your teeth and really made your name eons ago. Sorry. (laughs) I'm older than you. But eons ago, when you won the Stardust Invitational, the prestigious contest multiple times, and that was contest. What year was that? I'm sorry. Here we go. I'm dating you. What year were those? 95 and 96. There you go. And think what the contests have become today that, you know, basically anybody hop on a plane, get in here, sign up, have at it. Yeah, it's amazing. the numbers are ridiculous, which is great. I mean, we've, we've hoped for this for a long time. You know, Sonny Reisner started the first football contest in Las Vegas at the old uh, Hole in the Wall Sportsbook at the Castaway on the Las Vegas Strip. At the Mirage Hotel sits there now, the Fountain and the, the uh, volcano is right, I think, where the stage, the castaway would have been. Um, but that contest was taken over by the Hilton and Art Manteris, and he continued to run the super contest. And now Jay Cornegay has taken it. And then we've got other contests, Tony Miller's contest, the Circa contest, uh, some the Stasia Casinos. They're, they're all major contests now in this day and age, and it's great. you got the proxy services. Anybody can play from anywhere as long as you have a proxy. You know, we do this show – uh, all the shows that are out there, networks, websites, the information. Do you marvel a little bit, or maybe that's not the right way to ask it, but just in terms of how sharp the betting public has become in terms of just the education process of you know the lingo, the language, 
the thought process, the, the tried and true angles across the board, how much more informed and educated is the betting public, would you say? Uh, I'm not sure what type of number to put on that, but I will say, yes, they are definitely more well-informed. I think there's more information out there now um, about betting, and there's a lot of great websites. Uh, I will say this. I think the industry has changed a lot because now there is so many betting groups that are using models that are purely just number models, and you'll see a lot of lines out of whack because there's so much money in these syndicates and believing in their model that uh, you can get great spots now that I've never really seen before, and, it, and it's all sports. I've noticed it more, Brian, in the NBA this past year than any other year because those models, again, you cannot just handicap on numbers alone. You've got to have a feel for these teams and how they play and why they've played a certain way you know, for the past couple of weeks. Okay, the next segment, we're going to dive into the Saturday games, games that actually count, you know, kind of wet the whistle a little bit, and then we go full bore. But let me ask you one question here before we take the break. I was thinking about this just the other day. We've talked a bunch of times. I know we talked about it. Justin Herbert, good young quarterback on the road in the NFL last year. I mean, whatever, he had a great season. But then you're like, wait a minute. There were no fans. Now, his, he, we know he's a terrific quarterback, but he's going to, for the first time, be dealing with uh, hostile environments, adverse conditions on the road in front of crowds. So I want to watch and see how good Herbert is when he goes on the road in the NFL. And Kenny, think about it in college football across the board. There's so many of these teams are going to have that same scenario. We've only got about 35 seconds, but we got to pay close attention to that. Who handles adversity on the road with fans? Yeah, no doubt. Home and away is a, a th something I follow for years in every single sport, and it is very important, and we will find out. You're right. Uh, uh, Justin Herbert had, had a great year last year. You mentioned 31 touchdown passes, 67% completions, 4,300 yards at 23 years old. Will he do it again? I don't think he's going to hit those numbers now playing in hostile environments. You're right. He's. I think his stats will be down a little. All right, we're going to take the deep dive into the first weekend of – college football with Kenny White from thepowerratings.com. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sports Feed Radio Network, coming back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. football is coming this weekend could be more excited to officially get games underway that matter brian blessing vegas sports with radio sirius 204 the sports Grid radio network christopher bone is our producer back in new york all right we're pleased to be joined by kenny white from the powerratings.com and this college football season kenny and we'll we'll do the deep dive here on your power ratings and the information you have and we'll give you an offer for your magazine in a little bit but the adjustments week one to week two in college football annually, because we only get reports and hear about spring practices, 
the eyeball test matters. But in this crazy year with the transfer portals, this is going to be quite the Rubik's Cube to you know come out of the gate with conviction. So the power ratings really do matter in college football. Oh, no, there's too many teams not to be able to do that. I know a lot of people who can make an NFL betting line without using power ratings and make it out the top of their head. And they're, they're pretty close. But my, my thought is uh, you still I still think you need power ratings for in the NFL, too, because you have to have a feel. So you use the power ratings with your feel to know how good that number is. Brian, I always give the example Kansas City Chiefs. We know how good they are. I've got a 108.5 rating on them. So they're eight and a half points better than the average team. If they play Jacksonville in week one at home and they're a 17-point favorite and they win by six, well, do you adjust them down? No, because you, you have a feel. You know how good they are. You're not going to budge on that rating. They won the game. They did what they needed to do. As soon as you drop them, they're going to blow somebody out 38-3, to three, and you're going to be on the wrong side. So that's, that's having a feel, just not adjusting to the final scores. All right, let's talk about some of the games Saturday that we get started with. And for the most part, these are pretty big and juicy, healthy spreads. But the game that sticks out is Nebraska at Illinois. Now, nine and a half was kind of the suggested opener way back when. This thing's down on the key number of seven. Some places, the money's continued to bring this down below seven. So we got Nebraska, a six and a half point favorite. The total on the game is 55. Let's start with the Cornhuskers. I know the, the one thing... You know, we're looking at Nebraska that Frost does have to work with here. He's got a real strong defensive line. And out of the gate, you want these guys coming up big in the trenches. Yeah, he, he does. It, a lot of returning players. Scott Frost is definitely on the hot seat now if he wasn't before. 11-20 um, and 20 start. Uh, the defensive front, I have ranked 31st best in, in college football. Uh, ben still a, a Fifth-year super senior is the, is the best player on that line. They've got a couple. They have six super seniors on their defense, Brian. So I think that's going to be their strength of their team, even though Scott Frost always relies on his offense to be the strength of his teams. Uh, last year, they allowed 25 points per game um, on a median number. And with everybody back, I expect this defense to be that much better. they got a really good quarterback, too, senior Adrian, Pe- Adrian Martinez, back for his fourth year. Uh, he needs to put up better numbers than he put up last year, but he was their leading rusher, 521 yards last year, and they're and they're obviously their top passer because he's a quarterback. But this is a good football team. Um, they're not a great football team. They are above average. I got them a 111, 11 points better than the average team. You mentioned the pressure that's on them. It's kind of an intangible thing, the weight of expectations, you know, for a place like Nebraska. I wonder if coming out of the gate. Not the best thing in the world for them that they actually start on the road here. Yeah, I don't think it ever is the first game of the year because uh, you know you got so many moving parts when you when you go on a road trip with the with the airplane, the flights, the you know you got to get meal money, you get the kids checked into the hotel, uh, you're going into another team stadium, you got to figure out where you're going. Obviously, they go there every other year, so they do know most of that stuff, and it is pretty much down to a science, but. You got some young guys on the team that don't know, and there's going to be some distractions when you're playing on the road. All right. Now, as for Illinois, Brett Bielma shows up here. Now, we know all the years at Wisconsin. I mean, that is Wisconsin's M.O., but that's where this guy cuts his teeth. He has four returning offensive linemen. Do you believe he adopts that model with Illinois, that this is going to be, and he's got the four offensive linemen back, that this is a run 
stop the run kind of team. I wonder if this isn't like a real close to the best defensive kind of game, just based on the coach. Yes. Yes. He's not changing his philosophy. Uh, he is run power run game, two tight end sets. Uh, they, they averaged at Arkansas his last year at Arkansas. He threw the ball a little bit more, but he, he still ran it uh, 57% of the time. And that was a team that was losing every game and had to throw it a lot in the third and fourth quarter. So uh, he's a coach with the lead. He's going to run the ball 65, almost 70% of the time. His plays were only 136 plays a game. It's four less than the NCAA average. But again, that's a team that was losing a lot of their games playing from behind. If he's in the game, he has the lead. He is milking the clock, and he's running the football, keeping his defense off the field, and wearing the other team down at that big offensive line. So that's the game plan. My new adjusted number, my number for the magazine was 28-28, Brian. It's purely all numbers. I don't calculate uh, revenge factor into the magazine. I have had a couple changes of player here or there, and I do have Nebraska uh, now a four-point favorite calculating in the revenge from last year where the Illini won as a 17-and-a-half-point dog, 41-23 in Lincoln. So that revenge factors in. So four is the number. I think the value is gone from 9.5 down to 6.5. Hey, the get-out game is UTEP, New Mexico State. UTEP's 10 on the road. Uh, the total is 59. New Mexico State's got a lot of work to do. But I wanted to ask you about the Hawaii-UCLA game, Kenny, where this number sit at 17-and-a-half, 18, with UCLA you know, favored in this spot. I've got a, I don't know why, early in the year, especially early in the year, Hawaii is one of these teams can maybe make a little noise and scare you. The total's up there at 68 and a half. But I know they get a little momentum from the end of last year with Todd Graham and their defense. We think of Hawaii. We think of them slinging it all over the field. But this defense has actually improved. Do they have a little something to scare UCLA? Yeah, they, you know, they could. Uh, first game of the year could scare anybody, and UCLA has LSU on deck, uh, so they could be looking a little ah. bit ahead to, head, to, head to that LSU game um, in Pasadena. Chip Kelly's on the hot seat, though. I can't see how he comes out slow. Again, if you purchased the magazine, i got to brag about it. If you purchased it back in June and you see what I made the game and I made UCLA a uh, 20-point favorite winning 43-23, a total of 66 both numbers are coming to mind. You could have laid nine on UCLA back in June. And even July 1st, you could have laid 10 and a half on UCLA. Now it's 18. Uh, Todd Graham's uh, Hawaii, Hawaii never plays really that well on the road. They're 11 and 15 ATS the last five years. It's just a long, long travel. But he does have 16 returning starters on defense. You're right. That could be the strength of this football team this year. The one thing. The one thing I would just throw in there, and you're you're so spot on with this, but in the opener, Hawaii can get there as early as they want to get to. The travel should not be a thing in the opener. No, you're right; it shouldn't. I don't know what day they're they're you know what day they did fly out, but you know it's still an expense to the university. And a smart coach would say, "Yeah, we should be there like three days before we normally would be to get." you know, acclimated and, and get the kids, get the jet lag out of the system. Uh, I don't know if they did that or not. All right, tell you what, we're giving away a bunch of magazines tomorrow. We've got about uh, 35 seconds here, Kenny. Let's give you a promo code, Blessing25. 
Blessing 25, you get 25% off the Kenny White College Football and NFL Power Ratings Magazines. Best place for the folks to get it, Kenny? Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com. They can go there uh, in, in Las Vegas. They can go to Gambler's Bookstore or Barnes & Noble, anywhere in the country. You can get there, but the easiest places. Don't even leave your house. Go to KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll send it out two-day mail. You'll have it in two days from now. And you can save some cake here this weekend. Use the promo code. Thanks, Kenny, for you know throwing it out this way. Blessing 25. KennyWhiteSports.com. You'll save 25% on the outstanding football magazine. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot in Las Vegas. And we're fired up to talk about college football. It's for real, Stevie. It's coming. It's here. I know it, brother. I'm, I mean, listen up, kids, by the way. I guarantee you Mark Lawrence is going to drop a nugget or two here. Oh, indeed he will. It's our final college football conference preview. We go alphabetically. We've made it all the way to the Sun Belt. The information's exceptional. Playbooksports.com, Midweek Alert, the Coffee Club, and the Playbook Magazine, which is a must-have. Friday, we're going to be in the Superbook. All right? And and on the weekend, we're going to give away Mark's Playbook Magazine and Kenny White's NFL Power Ratings Magazine. So we'll be giving, giving the goodies away uh, for you over at the Superbook this weekend. Super Contest weekend, which is going to be great. Mark Lawrence joins us. We were really hoping to see you this weekend, Mark. Uh, we, You're there in spirit, pal. But, you know, we can't wait. We're going to be bumping into a lot of people we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, it's been a while, and uh, I only wish that I could have been there like I had planned to be there. In fact, I was planning on sitting in on your show Friday doing just that, but... Uh, other matters happened, and uh, we have to tend to those first, uh, health first. And uh, But bottom line here is the wife and I are both feeling really good right now these days, and I'm going to wish you the best of luck this weekend. Oh, buddy, you know, that's the main thing, and we're, we're happy to hear you're, you're feeling well. And we've gone alphabetically. It's funny, isn't it, that when we start, it seems like it's, you know, a year away when we start because we go alphabetically. But it goes fast, and we're all the way to the final college conference. We're going to preview the Sun Belt, but it's great information, Mark, and it's it's fun, you know, trying to dissect all this stuff. But college football, generally speaking, before we get into the Sun Belt, is still going to be an immense learning curve with the transfer portals and new coaches and coordinators. You know, not unlike every season, but this year, I think it's going to take us a bunch of weeks to really get up to speed on these guys. 
Yeah, this will certainly be a season all into itself this year because of everything you mentioned that happened because of the COVID, the abundance of returning experience coming back to each and every one of these teams. And it'll be interesting to see how uh, how that really factors into, uh, into play this year. There's conferences, so some of the Power Five conferences had the luxury of playing eight to 12 games last year. A lot of other conferences only played three or four games. Uh, we'll see how they do when they bump into one another, but uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm not planning on using any asterisks in my database this year because of that. I'm hoping we can get through this football season uh, alive without any postponements and forfeitures. Oh, buddy, I hope so. I, you know, we're watching the stuff that's going on this past week in the NFL uh, with the various protocols. And I mean, honestly, Mark. I mean, firsthand, you can kind of speak to it. I mean, we're seeing. I think this year, hopefully, what we don't get are outbreaks throughout teams. But even vaccinated guys, you're getting those breakthrough cases. I think we're going to see a lot of, on an individual basis, in college football and the NFL, a lot of individual guys miss games. Hopefully, not to the point where a game or a team is in dire straits. I think they're going to have to rethink this a little bit here, Brian. Uh, you know, given the NFL's policy of a team being penalized if a player comes down with COVID that was not vaccinated, then the question becomes, what if that player was vaccinated and comes down with COVID? What do they do with that situation? I think it's going to all uh, be analyzed in a team-by-team, game-by-game uh, situation here. And hopefully everybody's going to do their best. Buckle up and let's get through this season safely. All right, let's go. We're going to do the Sun Belt preview for you. We go alphabetically. Uh, and before we get to the East Division, we always do an overview for the conference. And, you know, the one thing this conference is really striving for, Mark, they're salivating for it. They'd love nothing more than to make an appearance on a New Year's Day ball. Yeah, unbelievable. They're looking for notoriety. You know, both only the Sun Belt and the Conference USA are the only two group of five conferences that have not appeared in the New Year's Six Bowl game, yet we find two teams from the Sunbelt Conference that are in the preseason top 25. And if uh, either one of these two teams can live up to that billing here, it may be a breakthrough year for the Conference USA, at least in regards to making it to a New Year's Six Bowl game. And the other thing we should say is an overview across the board, Sunbelt teams that find their way into bowl games fare pretty well. I'd say, you know, I don't know if it's a question, Brian, of teams playing down to their level or them being ecstatic for just for just being there in that particular situation. But the bottom line here uh, is that they are 18 and eight in postseason bowl games the last five years, including four and one last year. So, when the Sun Belt makes it to a bowl game, they're ecstatic. They're happy as all get out to be there. And keep that in mind when it comes to be bowl season, because especially if they hook up an opponent that fell to a lesser-run bowl game that they had their uh, desires to be in, it can make for a nice handicapping situation. And, Mark, that's winning and covering. Yeah, well, it's 18-8 and eight straight up, okay, not covering to the spread. They're, they're just about two or three games over. But as far as covering goes now, if you bring those guys into a bowl game, these South Sunbelt Sunbelters, off of a loss of three or more points, dress them up as a dog, they've won and covered seven out of nine games. One straight up as dogs, seven out of nine games. So play accordingly. Look for these Sunbelt Bowl dogs come the end of the football season. All right, let's go. East Division of the Sun Belt. We'll start with Appalachian State. Second-year head coach, 
Clark has got a transfer quarterback he's counting on here. Yeah, there's uh, a lot going on here. Chase Bryce comes in here uh, over from Duke, where he started out at Clemson originally. So he's got some pedigree, at least uh, in amongst the recruiting ranking wars go. He just doesn't seem to be able to fit anywhere that he's been. But he'll certainly help this Appalachian State football team this year. This is a football program that is as steady as steady it comes, especially in Power 5 conferences. They've won nine or more games every year since 2015. I don't see it being any different this year. They're bringing 17 starters back here. Right now they rank number 22 in the country in returning experience on defense, this football team does. I look for Chase Bryce to have a breakout year this football season here. It's been a long time since he had a chance to do just that, but they're going to be right in the thick of things. Appalachian State with a nine win season win total. That's pretty lofty for a team in the Sun Belt Conference. And Mark, this team is real good on the back end of the schedule. Oh my goodness, you know, those numbers we told you about, uh, nine or more wins since 2015, every one of them, 25-2 and two from game 10 on out, going back their last 27 games, so don't step in their way when they're headed, whether it's a bowl game or whether it's to a conference championship game, they know how to win football games when it counts. A lot of good things to report out of Coastal Carolina. I would say, I mean, what a, what a football season uh, they had last year. They were the surprise guys in all of college football, and they did it the right way. They earned it uh, on the field in the stats. Their offense has improved each of the last three years under Jamie Chadwell. Their defense improved uh, down to 20.2 points a game they allowed. That was from 30.5 the year before. And they've got a quarterback in Grayson McCall, who is the Offensive Player of the Year in the Sun Belt Conference. He's coming back. 19 starters on this team. I don't know if they can get 10.5 wins here, Brian. That's a lofty total here again. But uh, there's a lot to like about this football team. They have met, may have met with too much success last year. Yes. Because su- yeah, suddenly they're going to be uh, a, a targeted game on everybody's schedule this year. They're not going to catch anybody by surprise. You read year. my mind. I was going to say, there's the weight of expectations, but you're going to get everybody's best shot. Are they up to the task? That's the question here. they got the talent, but the question is, can they do it two years in a row? And at this season win total, 10.5, that's awfully, awfully high. At Georgia Southern, head coach Chad Lundford, he's done a solid job. I think he's done a real nice job. Uh, you take a look at what he's doing with this football program here. This is a team, Brian, go back two or three years, maybe four years. They were just a running juggernaut. All they did was pounded the ball on the ground. They won football games doing just that. They got away from it a little bit. Uh, I don't know why they did, why they changed their recipe for success, but it happened to this football team here. Uh, it, it all came largely when they uh, went out and hired uh, Chad Lunsford, or if you will, or really true with Tyson Summers. Willie Fritz had this program rolling, then Tyson Summers comes in, takes the running game completely out of play, and now they're rebuilding and getting it back into where it needs to be. They're going to be very, very deep at running back, and that's what I'm, the reason I'm alluding to that is because this the program that wants to run the football. They've also got four offensive linemen, starting linemen that are coming back for this football team here again, so now you've got a team here suddenly sitting at five wins that's got a taste of what they did before in the past. They won eight games last year, they haven't won uh, less than seven games the last three years in a row. I think this team gets over five wins easily this football season. And, Mark, a lot of kids got a lot of experience, which I know you're very fond of. And, oh, by the way, here's your nugget, Stevie. Okay. You get your pen? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Go. These guys are an ATM machine at home, Mark. 
Incredible. I mean, under Chad Lunsford, you know, who's running the ship there right now, 17-4 and four straight up, 14-4 and four to the number at home. That's where they're going to pick up all their wins here this football season here. And, you know, you're talking about a ton of returning experience coming back here, a quarterback who's coming back for a super senior year. This is all the makings of a football team that would generally be in contention, yet they're only picked to be a mid-rung team in the East Division in the Sun Belt. I think the, uh, I think the Admakers made a little bit of a mistake on the total in this football team this year. Mark Lawrence, Playbook Sports. Dot com, the Coffee Club, the Midweek Alert, the Newsletter, and the Playbook Magazine. We'll give you all the details, how you get your meat hooks on all the goodies. And we'll soldier on, complete the East Division, go to the West, and wrap up the Sun Belt. It is always a treat talking college football with our pal Mark Lawrence. We're glad you're with us, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, and along the Sports Grid Radio Network. Talking college football, coming right back to Vegas. Don't go anywhere. Winning just comes down to attitude. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio talking college football. Don't forget, if you come to Vegas and you're in from out of town, get yourself a mobile app. The STN mobile app up to a $500 sign-up bonus. You get the convenience of the sportsbook at your fingertips. And the only requirement is you got to be in the state of Nevada when you make the bet. So if you're coming in for three, four days, get an app. It makes your life a lot easier. And Mark Lawrence makes your life a lot easier with great information on college football, our conference previews. We're focused on the Sun Belt with Mark, playbooksports.com. Mark, tell them about the magazine and all the goodies as we get started here in this segment. Yeah, the magazine's now on sale at newsstands nationwide, Brian, at all Barnes and Noble, Books of Millions, and other local uh, newsstands, if you will. If you can't get to them, you can log on at playbooksports.com. We can send a copy out by priority mail, or anybody listening in Las Vegas can pick up copies at the Gamblers Book Club in Vegas. All right, let's soldier on. We're wrapping up the East. We go to Georgia State. Uh, this is a young team that actually went bowling last year. You know, they're a team that really caught a lot of people by surprise of late here, Brian. Surprisingly, this team has gone bowling three of the last four years. And they did it last year by closing out with wins in four of their last five games. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of respect for this team this year. They're kind of a wise guy team, if you will. But take a look at their schedule. It's awfully salty. Uh, they're going to take on seven opponents that had winning records last football season here. I like the job that they're doing. I think Sean Elliott's done a terrific job in his four years with the program here. They got them up at, uh, again at five wins. It's probably an attainable number for this football team, but they're doing a lot of good things in the state of Georgia these days. Hey, we give you the good, we give you the bad. If this Georgia state team's catching a significant amount of points, they don't do too well. No, especially when they were soft defensively the game before. If they coughed up 35 or more points the previous game and they dress up as a dog of seven or more the next game, 
They're MIA. They're in the Witness Protection Program. They're 0-10, straight up, and 0-9-1 to the spread. So keep that number in mind. This football team, when they cough up a lot of points and they're taking a touchdown or more, you want to put them on your fade list. Man, Mark, we started doing this stuff together. I mean, I got here in 2005, probably around 2007, 2008. We started doing these conference previews every year on the radio show. And Troy was one of my favorite teams because of you. You had always talked about Troy. They get Alabama scraps. And it was a program you could count on and make money. It's not been the case. Are they starting to right the ship here? Well, they could slowly be doing that. Uh, you know, back in the heyday when we talked about them, you know, they had won uh, uh, from 2016 to 2018. They'd won 10 or more games each year, and it got Neil Brown a nice head coaching job at West Virginia. Now they bring in Chip Lindsey, and he's struggled with this football program now. He's got a pair of five-win seasons. He's got to step up and deliver. I think he's squarely on the hot seat this football season here. But this is another program, Brian, that has 21 starters coming back from this football program here. They they rank number four in the country overall in total returning experience. you got to take a look at Troy this year. I think they can get closer to where they were before than where they've been in the past. I think Troy's on the improve this football season. You know, it's an old cliche. You know, when you talk about a team in any sport, it could be hockey or basketball, and you get into the playoffs for the first time in a long time, you say you got to learn how to do it. they got to learn how to win. That is really the case with this Troy team. They're in a lot of games, Mark, but they don't know how to win at the end. That's the thing. In close call football games, 0-7, straight up and 1-6 to the spread in doing just that under Lindsay. So that's what Lindsay's got to improve. Learn how to win these games, close call games, and they can reverse that record, end up with a winning season, and likely go bowling. Hey, there are teams you love to put a stamp on them, and you have identified as we move to the West Division, Arkansas State, as a mission team. Yes, they're definitely a mission team. There's a football program here. Uh, nine years in a row they went bowling, and they had that snapped last year. Now enter a new head coach, Butch Jones, comes in, who's the uh, obviously the name is familiar because he's been in a lot of high-tier programs before in the past. Tennessee started out Central Michigan. He's done a great job in his career. But remember this about Butch Jones. In his career, when he's been had an extra time to prepare for a game with the week of rest, he's 14-7 and seven the spread, including seven and one, when he's uh, taking points. And he's going to be in that role, Brian. Mark this down on your schedule here. He'll be with rest as a home dog, playing with triple revenge in that role against UL Lafayette when Lafayette comes in to play Arkansas State this year. That'll be a game that Butch Jones will want, and it'll be a great handicapping spot in this football game for Arkansas State. Hoping he's found a shooter at quarterback you brought in, too. Yeah, he's done a nice job. Uh, James Blackman, the name sounds familiar. It should. He was at Florida State, and uh, there was a time or two when he was riding a pretty good wave there, but uh, didn't pan out. But he, coming back here, inheriting this deeply experienced football team, you got mission teams with a lot of experience. I love that makeup, that combination. Five wins, season win total here. I think they get over that five wins this football season. New head coach at South Alabama. Yeah, South Alabama is another football program that uh, if you take a look here, uh, not only the head coach, uh, Steve Campbell, uh, or Kane Womack comes in replacing Steve Campbell, but he's also bringing in a new quarterback in Jake Bentley, who started at South Carolina. Bentley has, he made 37 starts in his career. That's the third most of all FBS quarterbacks. And he's got five offensive line transfers coming into the program here as well. 
So he did what he had to do. He brought a quarterback in here. He put a wall in front of them, and he's going to want to build this football team where it counts in, in that particular situation here. Uh, he's also got Major Applewhite as his offensive coordinator in here as well. So there's a lot of uh, pedigree in this football program here. Completely under the radar are the Jaguars from South Alabama. Don't be taken in. I think this football team can pull an upset or two along the way this year. And Benley's got a pretty significant target to throw to. Yeah, he does. You know, you take a look at uh, his name is Jalen Tolbert. Uh, he averaged 17 yards a catch last football season here. And, you know, Bentley, that'll be his go-to guy this football season. And it has been a team that can't stand prosperity, Mark. They pull off an upset. You want no part of them the following week. No, my goodness. Uh, pull the rug out on somebody, then they're knocked out uh, cold the next game. One in ten, straight up and against the spread. After they pull an upset over somebody else, they sort of disappear the next game. So keep that in mind this year as well. Let's go to Texas State where they really hit the transfer portal. Yeah, they had to, Brian. They allowed thirty over 38 points a game last football season. Yeah, that's pathetic. You just can't win games even in conferences just like this. So what did they do? They had to go out and do just that. Uh, uh, Jake Spavital went out and hit the transfer portal hard this football season here. He signed 12 FBS players in the transfer portal. That's pretty strong. And, uh, well, last year he had underclassmen only played 13 seniors last year. So this is going to be suddenly infused with some experience and transfer portals coming in there. I like, you can tell, this Sunbelt Conference here this year. There's a lot of intrigue going on within this league here. Everybody seems to be making all the right moves. And uh, we'll see it not only when they play outside the conference, but by the end of the season and bowl season as well. Would you draw a mini parallel to the Sunbelt, to the MAC, you know, where we get some coaches that end up, making a name for themselves and getting big jobs. And then like a guy like Butch Jones, they'll come back here and resurrect their career. Exactly. You know, you see, uh, it reminds me, uh, in the MAC conference, uh, you had the, the guy from Florida, the head coach here, Jim McElwain. Now he's residing in the MAC conference. You're seeing Butch Jones right now in the Sunbelt conference. So, you know, it's that new shot in the arm that happens. And these football teams benefit from it. They stay under the radar. They're completely unrespected in that sense. So, you know, keep an eye out for that, especially with these experiences and coaches taking over these programs. Hey, Mark, the uh, Raging Cajuns of UL Lafayette have uh, dominated the Western Division of the Sun Belt here recently. Is that a coincidence, or is there a reason for that, and that's something that we can look to wager on this year? Well, as is almost always the case, Stevie, when a football team sort of kind of comes out of left field from nowhere, there's usually a reason for that, and in this case, it's recruiting. Uh, done a masterful job doing just that. Billy Napier now in his fourth year with the football program. Uh, if you take a look at his recruiting rankings, when uh, he inherited a team that ranked 121st in the country, he's ranked 68th right now. So he's doing it where it counts. He's hitting the pavement, bringing the players in, and doing a great job just like that. They are projected to be the second best group of five team to Cincinnati this football season. Nine and a half wins for their season win total here. But football team that maybe you don't want to get in front of, but we're going to talk about their brethren across the, across the street against Louisiana Monroe and find another bad flat spot here for Louisiana Lafayette. So a team that is loaded, Levi Lewis, their quarterback, a super senior, decided to come back. He's 22-6 and six as a starter. He's thrown for over 7,000 yards. A lot of good things. They're one of the two teams we talked about at the beginning here that is ranked in the preseason top 25. Hey, we hear the coach speak all the time, Mark. You know, run and stop the run, and we want to achieve balance on offense. Well, 
That's what Louisiana Lafayette features, and that is balance between the running and the passing game. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Uh, you take a look at what they've done here. My goodness, uh, 7,000 yards that Lewis has thrown the football for. And last year, this football team, uh, I love this when teams do just this, when they run and throw the ball for, I call them double-deuce teams. Three years in a row, every year under Billy Napier, this team has run and passed the ball for 200 yards each way. That means they're a well-balanced offense, and that's another key reason of success for the Raging Cage. And they're comfortable in their own skin against quality opponents, um, you know, even when they're catching points. Yeah, they're not intimidated at all. You give them single digits in competitive games 15 times, they've won and covered 13 of those games, winning straight up 13 times as a single-digit dog. That speaks volumes for this Lafayette football program. Right, a lot of cool stuff to talk about in the Sun Belt, but then, unfortunately, you know, they had a, they had a year or two where they had their moment in the Sun. I just, I still can't I find this hard to fathom. Louisiana Monroe, Mark, never, never had the lead last year? No, never. No, no. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's that's really about as bad as it gets. And it was it, it was just that bad. And, in fact, they're a football team. They give up more points in the first quarter of football games last year, over 14, than any team in the country. When you're in a hole that deep to begin a football game, you almost stand no chance of getting out of it, and they failed to do that every football game they played last year. That's why they were winless 0-10 on the football season last year. So there's a lot of negatives coming here, but now you're going to bring a new head coach here in Terry Bowden, another experienced coach uh, who's coached in uh, Power 5 conference teams, and he's got Rich Rodriguez as his offensive coordinator. So suddenly... There's something to like about this football program here. The thing I want to mention about them, this is they were really overwhelmed last year. They were outscored 420 to 163. Uh, but And 14 players made their first start last year, and you know how I love that because they come back with experience. But remember when uh, remember this, mark this down, when Lafayette goes across the uh, border to play at Monroe this year in that border war, Lafayette is going to be coming off a big game with Liberty. And the home team in this series, in this rivalry series between ULM and ULL, is one 11 games in a row to the money. <laughs> yes, 11 in a row. So Lafayette might be in a real bad flat spot when they go to Monroe. They could very easily play down to their level. With Terry Bowden and Rich Rodriguez in the sidelines here, it might be a chance for the Warhawks to cash a big ticket that final game of the season. Job well done, Mr. Lawrence. There you have it. We've gone through basically all of college football with our conference previews. There's your preview of the Sun Belt. Mark, again, give them the scoop on the Playbook magazine. On, on sale newsstands all around the country. Uh, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, in Vegas at our friends at the Gamblers Book Club, or give us a online playbooksports.com and we can ship a copy out to you that way. Next week, the NFL will get in the NFL, Brian, the AFC side of things. Mark, always great information. Job well done. Greatly appreciated. Have a great week. You do the same. Thank you. Thanks to our pal Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, we're back to wrap up Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our college football edition. Don't forget, we have the NFL edition as well. Kenny White, so uh, wonderful to be with you and the information you bring to the table. And guys like Mark Lawrence, great information on the Sun Belt. It's great fun. You and I, even on the uh, NFL show, I would say, fantasy players, you'll want to listen to this. Kenny's ratings are amazing. We actually, on the uh, NFL version of Vegas Sportsbook Radio, airing across the platforms on the weekend, we talked about individual player ratings. But from the magazine's perspective, Kenny, college football, you've got scores for every game that's about to be played, projected scores, that information for individual guys in the NFL. And you're throwing a real nice offer out. The magazines are spectacular. You can work along with Kenny, adjust your power ratings. And if you use the promo code BLESSING25, how about that? BLESSING25 at thepowerratings.com, at kennywhitesports.com. Probably the best place to go, kennywhitesports.com. You can get the magazines, one or both, and get 25% off. Use the promo code BLESSING25. Cool offer, Kenny. The magazines are great, but you can use them, not just up to the start of the season, throughout the season. Yes, you can. It's a, it's a workbook to use the entire year long, Brian. It was made to uh, – I've, I've made a magazine like this, my own book, three-ring binder forever, to make the betting lines – uh, for the sports books in the state of Nevada. And I thought, you know what, two years ago, it's time for me to get this out to the general public and let them see um, what it's all about and how to make their own numbers. So I give you a great starting point uh, with a power rating on each team. Uh, you compare those power ratings, use the home field advantage, and then you make adjustments throughout the year to uh, adjust those ratings. You can keep scores, the line, the total of the game, if you want to keep under and overs, offense, defensive yards allowed, net yards, turnovers. There's room for notes, uh, but you got the entire schedule. You, when you make a line, you got your book. You go compare team to team, make a line. You can look at trends. It's, I, I feel like there's everything there that you need. There's even player stats and the individual player power ratings. It's terrific. It's great information. Want to thank you, Kenny. Always great fun. And want to thank Mark Lawrence. Great information on the Sun Belt. We'll do it again next weekend, Kenny. Brian, thanks very much for having me. Yeah, can't wait. We'll have a week in the books after uh, after this one. Thanks for joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network.